a second to clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to uh, episode four, season two, episode four of the Deke Snipe Silly podcast with your hosts, mm-hmm. Ryan Gates, Carly Murren, Chad Newman, and of course, newcomer to the show, Patty Phillips. We'll soon be able to stop saying that because he's been on now more than half of us anyway. I want so, to be a rookie. Yeah, rookie. Good being a rookie. Yeah. Rookie hazing is all about. This is a special episode, guys. Uh, we threw this one together last minute based on some breaking news locally. If you haven't heard about it, then you've been under a rock, certainly in Newfoundland. Yes. Uh, but it's making headlines all across North America right now. Sports Illustrated last night. Yeah, absolutely. The Newfoundland Growlers, uh, right before uh, getting ready to open up uh, their uh, their season here in St. John's, got uh, tossed into the arena downtown St. John's. Uh, Only evicted in St. John's. so here we are yeah. uh we've we we are lucky enough to be uh to have friends of the show uh you've seen some of our friends back multiple times like mr joe bowen if you haven't cut that episode make sure you tune in uh he was on a couple uh, episodes of ghosts for episode one but uh our good friend dean mcdonald is back dean owns the newfoundland growlers as well as the st john's edge uh trois Riviere lions expansion team in the echl and uh the iowa heartlanders i hope i got that right but uh, in any case, um, Dean's a fantastic guy. He's treated us like gold. Again, we're a bunch of newbie podcasters in, uh, in, a, in, a, big, uh, in a big market here. And uh, Dean's always taking time for us and, and giving us the opportunity to, uh, yeah. to uh, cover Growlers uh, and Growlers Nation. So uh, we've got Dean back again. Uh, he's had a busy, busy 72 hours. Uh, so yep. taking the time to, uh, to jump on with us is much appreciated. So... Uh, in doing so, uh, we're going to do a little giveaway on this one. This is our first ever giveaway, really, I think. Um, I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it Going is. We've got, a, we've got a brand new right here, Growlers Nation hat. Oh, you sick. like that? Nice. Right. Yeah. I like Can it. I enter the contest? No, no, you can't. <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing. Is I don't have one of those. <laughs> all you got to do, folks, is like and share and comment. That's all I'm asking you to do. You hit that like, share, and comment. And uh, if, if anybody catches Patty with a burner account, you let me know. <laughs> but yeah, we got a beauty of a, a hat that uh, that was passed along to us from the Growlers, Growlers Nation. Are we going um, to open this up on every social media platform, or is this just Facebook, or how are we doing this? If uh, it, it's just for our Look Facebook back. feed, yep. So our Facebook video, um, okay. like, share on the Facebook, uh, okay. Like, share, and comment. That's all we're looking for. And on the cool. original post, on the Deep Night Silly page, Deep Night Silly page on Facebook. You got it, guys. Yep. All right. Cool. One more thing to mention before we uh, we jump on with uh, with Dean. Uh, we've got a sponsor out of uh, out of Ontario. None of this happens without our sponsor. Fantastic people, uh, Todd and the good people at uh, PHG Sports, Whitby, Ontario. Um, again, can't thank them enough. If you're looking for signed merchandise, hand signed gear by by professional athletes, PHG Sports is the, is the place to go. They uh, also run the Costco Roadshow. Of course, you see that in uh, Costco's right across Canada. And uh, you'll get your hand signed merchandise there. So, PhD Sports, that's where the pros sign. www.phdsports.com. In Peterborough, Ontario, until November 7th. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. There you have it. That's the update as to where they're sitting right now. So, again, guys, check out PhD and, uh, and strap in. We're going to get the dirt with Dean McDonald coming up. Titter tatter. Let's get at her.
Hasn't been boring. Hasn't been nice. <laughs> oh, you've been you us busy. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing that I'm surprised at. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. I think us taxpayers are always surprised every time it hits the nose. It's like, what now? Uh, it's been unbelievable, but that's it. You know, so, you, gotta, that's... you know, it's kind of, I'm in the fight and, uh, uh, it's kind of one of those things I'm just not going to let them get away with this nonsense. So, uh, good for uh, you. No, it's us, uh, Patty. That's what we got to do. We got to fight it, man. It's, it's enough it's, is enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's going well down in, uh, Tribe Revere in Iowa. Looking, looking yeah, good. It's going really well, uh, Tribe Revere has been sensational. We actually managed that building. So, you know, we're in charge of food and beverage and uh, ticketing and programming in the building. In fact, we got some uh, boxing matches coming up uh, there next nice. month. Good. Uh, so just, you know, um, that's an environment that you can make really successful. It's a new building. Also has a practice rink in it. We, um, the dressing rooms and everything are just off the charts. Like, you know, uh, prof super professional. Um, Sold out the first couple of nights uh, last week. And Iowa is uh, an absolutely beautiful building. We have this retail space there that, you know, is uh, like being in the Montreal Forum or something. It's massive. Uh, we did, you know, uh, first night sales and merchandise was over $30,000 US, wow. uh, which was just, you know, wow. we couldn't believe it. Um, and uh, so our first couple of games are good. Um, well, we actually played at home on Friday, then we went on the road to Kansas City the next night, and then we played on Wednesday night, um, or last night actually, lost in overtime, um, but we only had like 1,500 people there last night, and so it's, it's going to be some work in that market, you know, hockey is, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're in the middle of, you know, we're like on the doorstep of the University of Iowa, and, uh, you know, one of the nationally ranked football teams, so they're football crazy. So Friday nights is high school football night, you know, Friday night lights and, uh, you know, they get thousands of the football games. So, uh, you know, what we're being told by the city is once the football kind of dims down, they expect, that, you know, people will start getting bigger crowds. Well, we got some work to do there. It's a different product, new product, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah. No, it looks I've, great. I've read a lot of great articles and, and, and features from, uh, primarily not Newfoundland based reporters, which is, which is the key. I mean, I've had to hit the translate yeah. button in Quebec a few times, but point being is everything, <laughs> everything I'm mm -hmm. reading is, uh, is fantastic. The reviews on, on both franchises, I mean, at the gate, it's awfully early, of course, to, to be drawn in conclusions, but everything yeah. so far is, is as good as it was when the growlers first came to town. And that's, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two, two things that, well, you know, we're particularly proud of the branding of both teams. Uh, we're getting a lot of kudos, uh, for the logos and the naming and all that. And so, Amazing. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, same, same folks, you know, they're all part of our, our group, uh, came up with those and, uh, you know, we're getting, uh, you know, a lot of kudos that, you know, best logos and sports and all that. And then, uh, the other thing that's that's kind of interesting is uh, is like Tra Revere, unfortunately, you know, played us uh, three times to start their season, and yeah. and and lost all three times. And uh, but they're a really good club, and um, you know they're new. So the first night nerves, but I mean in the game on 
guess Tuesday night, I mean, they outplayed us. I mean, uh, they outshot us early. They had a bunch of power plays. They didn't convert on, uh, fortunately for us. I don't know if you if you saw that game, the first goal we scored, which was the goaltender, uh, went to clear the puck and put it on. Yeah. Uh, in it goes. So, um, so we could have easily lost that game. That's so over the course of the season, as they get, as they get a little season themselves, uh, you know, I, I, I would not be surprised that we're one, two in the standings at the end of the year. Oh, wow. I know this, I'd like, like it to be that we're not playing them in the first round. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who, who do you cheer, who do you cheer for then, Dean? That's the big question. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, um, you know, I, I'm obviously a growler guy, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's not changing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I want those clubs to be successful clearly and, uh, um, and do well, but you know, it's, uh, uh, it's first love, you know, yeah. I won't be what mad if you wear like long, if you're wearing a long shirt, I won't be mad at you up there. But wear it up there, not here. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I haven't done that. And uh, you know, uh, it was funny on opening night in Trois Rivières. I decided, uh, you know, which I've never done. I decided to wear the championship ring. Uh, <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> so as I walked out on the ice, you know, I kind of looked over the crowd's bench and flashed the flashed the ring, and you know, the guys were chuckling. And then at the center ice puck drop, uh, we had the Trois Rivières captain, and of course Melindy. And uh, I had had the puck in my hand with the big old friggin' championship ring, and uh, yeah. Lindy looked down and went, "Nice ring." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, okay, let's let's. Why don't we make it two? And uh, so it was kind of funny, you know. It's, uh, yeah. We had some fun with it. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Ron. I just just want to touch on James briefly. How did that come about, Dean? I mean, all, all things were pointing towards him and a successful career as a firefighter, and and just moving on from hockey. How did that come about? Yeah, you know, we, we reached out and just asked if, you know, there was still a level of interest there. Um, this, this discussions were going on quite some time. We, you know, we were waiting to see what COVID protocols were going to be. Had to wait to talk to the Leafs. Leafs uh, you know, one of the things about James is that he, um, the Leafs uh, absolutely love his and, uh, you know, you know, when you bring people to John's, uh, as we have in the first two seasons and there's a lot of new names and they're from a whole bunch of different places and i can tell you most of them probably don't even know where newfoundland is you know uh when the when the season starts having that nucleus and particularly you know with zach and marcus as well having that nucleus of local boys who kind of show them the ropes and get them comfortable and and are strong leaders in the dressing room makes a big difference and uh you know, James uh, has really kept himself fit. I mean, he's very fit. And, uh, you know, I think he's actually played really, really well uh, to start the season. And, uh, you know, we've got a small, fast team. Same old story for us. Um, but um, you got to have a little bit of grit there. And, uh, yeah. you know, no one likes to tangle with James. <laughs> no, I'm sure. No. Yeah. No. That's pure golds there. So, James, yeah. so, Dean, what does that look like? I, I, I always wonder, since you have three franchises in the same league, yeah. like, do you have certain restrictions in place in terms of budgets that you can spend per team? Uh, what does that look like? Because I I was uh, dumbfounded to, to hear that you've had, that again, when you were announced the two additional teams, yeah. that that was permitted, but uh, I suspect there were some restrictions there. Oh, yeah, the, the, the rules are... are um 
super uh, super strict, um, you know, in terms of what and uh, what cannot happen. So you know, you can't uh, trade between teams. You can't share information yeah. between teams. And uh, you know, I have to say, um, it, it's not difficult. You know, because they're they're each of the teams are far away. We have totally different coaching staffs. Uh, we're affiliated, you know, with Minnesota, obviously in Iowa, and then Canadians in uh, in um, uh, in Trois Rivieres. So, so you know, most of the interaction and coaching and players is 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 up and down, vertical. There's no discussion across. You know, yeah. we're not discussing players with with anybody else. And in fact, I was on a call. Uh, no, I was out to I was out to supper with Snowy before he uh, went to Toronto just to say thank you with him and Daryl and. And, uh, and, you know, just casually said, you know, so what do you think of uh, uh, the players Trois-Riviere drafting? And he said, no, I, I'm, I'm not allowed to comment. And I went, oh, my God, I'm sorry. You know, I forgot that. You know, like, so, <laughs> so, you know, everyone takes it, really, it, it very seriously. Um, ultimately, um, the league would prefer not to have one owner having three teams. Um, and, which makes sense. Uh, there's, a, there's there's two other owners in the league that have two teams, and um, so you know ultimately uh, what we told them as we went into these markets is we're going to look for partners, uh, so that that ultimately we won't be just owning three teams. Maybe we might still have a interest in in uh, some of the other teams, but the ultimate goal is to not be in that situation. And then um, one of the things in Iowa that really attracted us to Iowa was the city has, uh, they have an area called the River Landing area and they've taken um, the whole downtown and regentrified it. So there's a river runs through and now they have the arena there. They have, have a whole bunch of bars and retail space there. They have some new apartment buildings there, hotels there. So it's really been just, you know, absolutely rebuilt up in the last seven or eight years. and. There's this massive park that's kind of on the river edge, uh, just like a stone's throw from the arena. And so that's now under our management. And so we're going to be building an amphitheater there and turn it into, you know, uh, you know, we're hoping to have a rink, outdoor rink there in the winter and, you know, 12 to 15 nice. concerts a year and festivals. And so it's, it's oh, trying awesome. to, yeah, trying to build something uh, meaningful there. And, and the city is really, really good to work with. So I'm like, screw you, McDonald. How come you're not doing that in St. John's? Why? Is there something in your way? Yeah. That's <laughs> I wonder what. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, look, we've, um, you know, we're going to obviously, you know, we're so disappointed with how that's turned out. The uh, allegations are, are unwarranted. They're wrong. You know, they have, they take the view that if, uh, Growler's Nation goes out and criticizes them for not uh, having any, any uh, ticket sales available, uh, and that public scrutiny and people complaining is somehow us inciting it. When the reality, look, folks, if you're in the business of selling tickets and you're not selling tickets, or you're at an airline or you run a cable company and the TV's out there, you know, yeah. if you're in you're in a consumer facing business, you are going to sometimes get irate customers who are going to blast the crap out of you. And, uh, yep. but it's not, not harassment. And, you know, we've documented everything, all our correspondence with the city has been very professional. Um, and look, you know, we have great 
group of people who work with us and uh, uh, this has been extremely disappointing. And in fact, they didn't even follow their own rules on workplace safety because uh, uh, we shouldn't be evicted. There's a process, there's a mediation process. There's a whole bunch of things that are supposed to happen first. So, uh, but you know, if you're not open, if you're not ready for opening night, uh, because there's a myriad of issues in your arena, maybe it's maybe it's a good way to to just deflect. Yeah, you never know. And this, uh, I mean, you, you see uh, everybody's comments online, and I'm I'm not saying it is because I can't say for sure because every bit of information we get is pretty vague. Yeah, and I get it. If somebody wants to be uh, protected, it's embarrassing, and that's all good. I understand. It's yeah. just I think after all the continuous frustrations, it's. You know, I think the people are kind of done. They don't want to hear something else, and they're kind of, you know. No, sure. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to believe, but I can't say I don't believe it because I I would hate to think that somebody's being hurt on the other end somehow. I just, yeah, I mean, uh, you have to work, work, workplace harassment, workplace yeah. safety, something that's uh, everyone takes seriously. We certainly yes. take it in our organization. And uh, wouldn't tolerate it uh, if any of our employees were under any kind of um, uh, unwarranted duress. And uh, but the reality in this case is, I think the investigation will will show that uh, there, there's nothing there. And uh, but unfortunately, that process will probably take months to filter through the system. So I mean, you've been in business for ever, and uh, yeah. you must have seen. In, in one in one way or another, similar issues in in HR type issues in and around different businesses. Like, how long can this kind of investigation take? Like, realistically, are you talking about months or is this you know? Yeah, no, I think it'll be months. Um, you know, um, because it, they move slow, and you know, you want it to be thorough, uh, independent, and uh, you know, my experience uh, from an HR side, and I've had you know, was that Rogers? I think I had. 8,000 employees uh, under me at uh, Tuckamore. I had over 6,000. And, um, you know, if you have an incident, um, you, you have to accept, uh, have to accept and you have to pursue both sides to the story. Um, but, you know, the exercise is one of getting the facts, uh, meeting with everybody, uh, mediating it if it can be mediated and resolved. But, you know, the, the, um, when we were served with notice, um, you know, our response first was, and in fact, they said, look, if you retract a letter that one of the things was, if you retract the letter you wrote and change some words, you know, we, we, uh, uh, this goes away. But if, if you if you stand on it, you know, we're going to have to investigate. So our, our response was, no, no, we stand on the letter that the letter is truthful. So why would we change the truth? Um, and we welcome an investigation because we think it's warranted. That's why we wrote the letter. We're not happy with some actions here. And so we want this investigated. So, yeah. um, so, you know, look, but, but, you know, generally, uh, you know, you and me, we, we haven't met, you know, I, I've, I've, uh, I think I've stated, you know, the St. John sports and entertainment, uh, and council, um, basically heard some allegations and took this action. They didn't ask to meet with us, which would be just mm -hmm. normal, of course, to hear the right. other side of the story, just to make sure, like, to say, okay, well, you know, we've got to hear the other side. So um, I find that uh, incredibly um, baffling. And yeah. uh, I'm sure whoever looks at, at this whole thing will, will probably scratch their head in the same manner. 
uh, the, the way I see it, and like I said, I'm no pro when it comes to any of these issues, but it's, it's like the same thing in any workplace, and I've worked in many of them. Um, if there's an issue, you don't shut down the whole business. No, right? I absolutely. You know, if there's an issue with one employee, two employees, 10 employees, you deal with yeah. those people and the issue individually and separate. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. shut everything down, you know, cold turkey. And that's what shocked me the most. I was like, this must be really, really serious stuff for them to just completely pull the rug out. And I was like, no, nah, it's probably not. But then again, yeah. you, you don't, you really don't know when you're on the outside looking in. No, and, and it's tough to opine on it, obviously, because uh, you are on the outside. But, you know, you know, in the last 24 hours, you know, it's a leading sports story across North America. And to basically uh, penalize us without any due process or investigation to have any conclusion is, is absolutely dumbfounding. Yeah, and it's just, this is a professional hockey league. It's not just yeah. one isolated yeah. team that just plays at mile one and goes home. I mean, you have to travel. There's a lot of money got into logistics. How does oh, like how does the ECHL handle this? Well, they're they're, they're probably going to be shoulder to shoulder with us on a lawsuit, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, they take it very seriously. It's impacted a whole bunch of teams and travel. You know, we've already had to uh, change all the travel and reservations for the two teams that were supposed to come in and the next two home home dates and they'll now be going to Toronto. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really expensive. And they also have a team to find lodging for in Toronto as well. I mean, yeah, how does that go? We're all over that. And, you know, you've got a whole bunch of uh, people who just basically in the last few weeks came to St. John's yeah. with girlfriends and family and all that. And they're all set up in lodgings and suddenly now, we're going to send these players away in the next few days and they'll be on the road for a month. Yeah. The, team is, the timing of this is very interesting from reports yeah. last week that there's a technical issue with single game sales uh, to yourself coming out in the media and talking about building a new arena uh, in the, in the region uh, to then getting um, for lack of a better word, booted out. Um, is, is that a sheer coincidence or is one leading to another? Um, what, you know, what's, yeah. I, I mean, you know, you, you would need uh, Colombo to figure this out. You know, um, <laughs> it, um, it, it, as I said before, it's baffling. Um, you know, we, we actually met with the city when the Leafs were in town and told the city that, look, we're, you know, we're, we're going to be building a new arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to, we can't, you know, we can't be in a situation at the end of August again, where we don't have a lease in place and, and lease are trying to attract players and they can't tell them where they're playing. They're trying to attract coaches. They can't tell them where they're playing and where their kids can go to school. So we just said, look, guys, we got to take action. And so this is what we're going to do, but we do expect you to respect the terms of the lease. And uh, so, um, you know, I know they think that we're not planning to do that, but, you know we are so and you know what like over the years we, we've had some really good hockey teams here there's a yeah. but there's a pattern developing from when i can't recall back from the leaf days but uh the dobbins had challenges with the city with with the fog devils danny had problems with the ice caps then you've had challenges with the edge uh and with the growlers i think back i can remember stories back when the scotties were here in the mid-2000s there had been challenges of nickeling diming and, and all those things. Yeah. I don't know what the underlying theme is here, but there seems to be a lack or a, a lack of willing to have 
a major tenant in the building. So as a taxpayer, which I'm not one, but um, lucky you, I'm in paradise. <laughs> but uh, like that's that's a big controversy. You've got a big asset down there, and you can't get along with your major tenant uh, across multiple owners. It's not like there's a common denominator here on the ownership side. It's more mm-hmm. of on the city. So and a lot of city councils have come and go. So the, the the council that's there now is not the council that was there with the Fog Devils. So yeah, look. Uh, you know, Patty, I think there's a, a few things here that that should be undertaken. One is they need an outside independent review of the operations of the building um, because, of all, because of the history of the building and and notwithstanding what we've been through in the last three or four years, we have myriad of examples of what you would say is um, really needs to be looked at. So so. You need you. You don't want council to be doing it. You don't want the St. John's Sports and Entertainment Board to be doing it because there, there's there's conflict, and, right, and yeah. you need independence. So that's that's point one. Point two is the the construction of the board of St. John's Sports and Entertainment. It has is is set up in a very you know in a modern management uh, world. Is the governance is really bad. So. The majority of the board is made up of either city employees or people who are employed by the city through, you know, destination St. John's or whatever. So it's not actually independent. And the and the mandate and the and the um, uh, the terms of reference of the the board is that it's supposed to be independent. So in the last few years, you know, you've had Sandy Hickman as the chair, and then Jamie Corab, and now it's uh, yeah. Brian. Uh, and, and then soon be Ron is yeah. uh, they're actually breaking the con- the constitution of the board, which says a, a, a politician can't be chair. That's so right. they're no- they're ignoring all the rules they put in place. Um, and then you know uh, add to that they've had two of the KPMG studies done. You know it's 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 almost maddening in those in that situation that you know those two studies were done and in neither study did they bother to talk to the largest tenant, which is us. Like it would seem to me that that if I was doing a study on the building and and use of the building and how it's being managed, that I might come and talk to the largest tenant to say, you know, hey, how how that how is that going? So that's been perplexing. And then you have a, an environment where, um, you know, we were we came we came to the building specifically under the guise that. We said, look, we, we we're working with the Maple Leafs. We will bring a team to St. John's, providing uh, we have uh, management of the facility because we can't make that economics work. Otherwise, that was guaranteed. That went out the window with no explanation. Um, we, of course, then the city said, look, they're looking for suggestions. And we came forward with a $25 million proposal. And I think we talked about this last time I was on the show. And came forward with a proposal. And... Um, uh, you know, and the proposal that, you know, was, I think, uh, very thoughtful and a lot of effort and time uh, mm-hmm. put in the planning. And, you know, we had consultants from Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment and from Enthusiast Gaming. And uh, so we, uh, you know, we really pulled out all the stops. And in doing so, um, we guaranteed there'd be no subsidy anymore. We, the subsidy would be gone. We could not get a meeting on that. Like they wouldn't meet with us. Like, like, like if if I had I landed from New York, 
I'm telling you, I would have got a meeting. Yeah. And, and so, you know, this is about taxpayers ultimately, and, and hopefully creating a good environment in the city and entertainment, but, but ultimately it's about taxpayers. So if you're doing your job as a counselor, wouldn't you say, Hey, why don't we talk to this guy? Why don't we see, is there any merit in the idea? Yeah. The, the response to that was, no, no, we can't meet with them because, you know, we could be, we could be running a process. And if we do run a process, we don't want to uh, bias the process. And so, um, you know, we, we can't just go out and deal with an unsolicited proposal, but they did, took an unsolicited proposal for the ABA basketball. They did an unsolicited proposal for the naming rights. The naming, yeah. So it's just like, guys, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. so somebody independent needs to look at this and say, like, what, what's going on? It's all over the map. And, uh, sense. no, it no. doesn't. And, uh, and so I think ultimately, you know, if there's any good news and what's happening to us, it's going to, sh- I think it's going to shine a light on what's happening down there. And, and maybe, uh, there can be some positive change. Well, hopefully, I mean, oh. I want, you know, we're all super excited for hockey to come back this year. Yeah. I mean, let's uh-huh. get the people back in the seats and yeah. It was just taken from us again. Yeah, and it's frustrating, and people are going to boil over. It's going to happen. And I mean, looking at the page, you can always see the people from out of town, like they want to buy single tickets, come in, spend the night at a hotel. Yeah, spend money downtown, and they they're getting frustrated because they can't even do that. Well, you you have a lot of people, and you know, a lot of people have reached out to me in the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and say, you know, geez, we had, we bought season tickets and we're not even from town and we're coming in, we got hotel rented for the weekend. Uh, I saw somewhere tonight, someone had up that, you know, Delta was losing 600 hotel nights. Uh, that's a big hit to their yeah, business. It's a monster. Especially yeah. in this economy with COVID. Uh, yeah. Not I easy. Got a, get yeah. I got a friend and, who actually had a post on Facebook. She said in November alone, she's missing... 24 five-hour shifts i saw that yeah yeah and it's just like that's another side of it that we never even really thought of we've just more or less been thinking about the hockey part of it but there's all these staff that are now without these jobs and it's just yeah oh my god that can be significant yeah and you know when you when you you know everyone goes you know oh my god how serious were the uh, these allegations and that and and uh, someone told me today that uh, employees of Mile One phoned into uh, Oz FM to say that uh, they felt like uh, they just wanted people to know that they they've been treated by us like gold. Uh, so that's really a nice. great endorsement to say, hey guys, like you know, these aren't a bunch of uh, assholes that you're yeah. doing. the boogeyman. Yeah, just in time for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, it, it, more or less, it more or less drags your name through the mud you know what oh I mean? my god yeah look it's it's serious it's name. yeah and it's, it's uh... just i don't know well they've been kicking dean around the mud puddle for a while there's just yeah, dragging through it is, point, is no the, big the deal at this point i don't think no no but no no i, I think i find not, it fun. oh sorry no i'm just i'm not on their christmas card list because i keep <laughs> asking questions and 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 i keep making them accountable for what they're supposed to be doing there and they don't want to be held accountable 
No, that's right. My, my favorite posts that I've read in the last little while. I mean, obviously, we're all internet nerds. We run a podcast. We run fan <laughs> sites. We, we're, we're, we're hockey nerds and internet nerds. And my favorite yeah. quote that I've seen recently was, Dean gets to, the key to the city of Iowa, but in St. John's can't get a key to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, uh, what a sin. So, yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're pretty, you know, we had a chance in uh, last winter uh, to move the team to Trow Revere and we wouldn't have to pay a franchise fee in Trow Revere. We just would have moved it and would have made life mm-hmm. really, really easy. And uh, despite the fact we had no lease at the time and all the nonsense that was going on with the edge and all that, we said, no, no, look, you know, we want to be here. So, you know, it's going to be a slug, and, but we'll figure it out. And that's why we started the, the everything in the first place. We want hockey to stay in Newfoundland. Yeah, we don't absolutely. want to keep changing. We want a team. You brought us a championship team and they want to be here. It's affiliated with the Leafs. I mean, what else do you want? Really? Yeah, we want. it's good hockey. You know, like, it is. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a fast, fast team we have. Like, this is an exciting group to watch. Yeah, it's oh, another when, incubator league for the NHL. I mean, it's when, yeah, when, you, when you see players playing in St. John's at the ECHL level who the, the following season are going to be impact players with the Marlies. Obviously, the, the, the system works, right? right. Yeah. You, you've got guys who've moved on from here, and they're, they're quali- and, and, and the other way around as well. I mean, we got to see uh, Seymour Diagachensev a couple of years ago for yeah. a, a cup of coffee in St. John's, but point being, he got an opportunity to play here, get a little experience, and the fans got exposed to that. I mean, yeah. he's clearly going to play in the NHL somewhere someday. I, I, I've spoken to the Leafs about that, and they're of the same view, and, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, you, you take the ECHL and, you know, there's been a lot of Europeans in the last few years in the league. And, and, you know, you can see why maybe they're even, you know, a step above ECHL, but, you know, they haven't played on the small ice surface. So we're going to throw right. them down there to, to indoctrinate them. You, they, they put great goaltenders in the league because uh, they, they don't want to have two great goaltenders on the Marlies. Uh, not that they don't, but, you know, they, 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 they're going to give goaltenders minutes. So yeah, they want to breed starters. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can really see, and, and it's interesting now because we're involved with the two other organizations, you can see, you know, different styles and, um, and, and uh, different interests in what they're trying to accomplish. But it's very clear that they do view it as a development league and, there's a lot of strategy around it. So, I, so you know, I'm talking to Marc-Andre Bergeon, who's the uh, GM in Trois-Rivières. I mean, he's, he's, he's linked into the, to the Habs constantly. And, you know, the, they, we've been laughing about that team because basically there's, I think there's one Anglophone on the team, there's one Russian, and every other kid on the team is a French-Canadian. And, uh, you know, so they're kind of, they're <laughs> like the, the old all Canadians who have all the draftees, you know, they yeah. get the, they yeah. no one else draft a French Canadian, but, you know, so now we're getting all the, the stars from Quebec junior. They all want to play in their home province. So it's a pretty yeah. smart strategy. It is. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, we got that happening here. I mean, Nathan Knoll is such, he's yeah. a draft pick. He's here. He wants to play at home. Yeah. He's uh, and it's been interesting to watch him because uh, when I watched the game on Tuesday night uh, in the, in, it's because he hasn't played in a long while. I think it was taking him a little while to get his legs on there, but now he's out there. He's tough. He's gritty. He's really smart with the puck. He's fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, wow, this kid's going to be good. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's the other that? thing that you got to love is when, when we talk about players, you know, uh, new players coming into the island and uh, not having 
been here before, not familiar with, with the lay of the land. It's one thing to have just, you know, your token Newfoundlander on the team, but it's a whole different yeah. thing when you're, when you're Newfoundland players are some of your best players, you know, and that's yeah, what people look, really yeah. love. They represent our leadership team, you know, our two assistant mm-hmm. captain and captain. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting to see, uh, well, well, Nate and all, obviously, but it's, uh, um, it's interesting to see how much respect other teams have for those guys. You know, uh, I mean, Zach O'Brien is, you know, one of the top 10 players in the league without a doubt. Uh, and when you're watching it on TV or you're watching it live, you can see his eye hand coordination. You can see how he conducts himself. Man, you know, he's, uh, yeah. In the club will help. Yeah. We should be proud that he's from the rock. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite hockey players ever. <laughs> and that's, that's a mouthful for me. I, I just love the guy. The fact that he's from yeah. here and I'm getting to watch him play from here. It's just so, I don't know. I just love it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. a sucker for, uh, for a. Uh, <laughs> How we do it? Yeah. D, so what does a Shanahan or a Duvis, oh. Duvis or a Gilman, like, what's their view on this? I can't imagine it's putting a good taste in their mouth. Um, they like, are like, you know, it's kind of like, blood brothers now you know like like we really you know that that group we really bonded you know um we deal with lawrence mostly yeah. uh, uh gilman he is absolutely fabulous like I, I cannot tell you how good he is um when you know i would say within 10 minutes of this news uh we had a call from them saying we got you covered like just no issue uh they know the nonsense that we've been through with the city they're just appalled. It's head scratching. They were frustrated when we had the exhibition game down there in terms of what uh, uh, they were put through at mile one that, you know, behind the scenes that would be embarrassing for people to know just how bad it was. And uh, so they know what we're up against. But look, uh, um, they like Glenn, they like Trevor, they like our front office, uh, they like our commitment to. Uh, doing things right because we treat the players better than maybe in uh, the other towns and cities they play and so mm-hmm. uh, you know I think you know, I think look that's how we ended up in trial Revere in, in Iowa because the reputation was that you know that these guys really treat teams well and they do first class and you know the the feedback I get because I'm I'm kind of new to all this is man you know everyone tells us you run you run a team like an AHL club you know in terms of you know fitness and food and you know all the things we do uh, accommodations all those things you know um so i think um you know so with with, with kyle and shani and, and particularly um uh lawrence uh, gilman i mean they they're just wonderful uh people and you know it's interesting talking to eric wellwood who's down coaching now as eric said uh you know he got the call he said, you know, he spoke to his wife. He said, within two minutes, it was like, Newfoundland, we cannot pass this up. You know, this is this is where you want to go. This is going to be an adventure. These guys have a great reputation, uh, uh, exciting team. So, like, you know, I, I think it's something to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, we've got such a steep hockey culture here. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's religion here, right? And yeah. uh, and and until you've been to Newfoundland, and a lot of people who are, we've picked up a lot of listeners, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> all all across. Like we got, it's, it's been weird, but like we've got a lot of people who we've picked up from down through the states and up through uh, up through Ontario and, and the rest of Canada, yeah. and some overseas. And we've been getting feedback from people who aren't from here, saying, you know, we're really interested in where you guys are from. 
we're really interested because you guys know a lot about hockey. <laughs> like, how do you know a lot about yeah. hockey out in the middle of nowhere? And we're like, well, we got nothing else not to, much to do. do. <laughs> not much else to do. Yeah. No. yeah. It, it's, um, you know, it, it's, um, I think we've put a really good product on nice, like you know, from your guys' perspective, uh, some background info, you know, like when we started the first season, you know, it was slow, you know, in terms of fan support, Initially, people thought maybe, you know, this wasn't a very good league and the style. The stigma was strong. Yeah. And then as we started to build, you know, and now this year, when we announced, okay, we're back and we release a sign. I mean, the uh, while the box office struggled with all sorts of issues to be able to issue tickets, we were doing landing pages and uh, uh, we were going to be absolutely blocked for that opening night and uh the support was amazing way more season ticket holders than in the past so it was like it's like we've come into our own i think you know kudos to our guys our staff that in the absence of hockey for 18 months uh we were reactive in the community and uh you know we did more community events last year um in 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 the community than we did the previous hockey year so um so we were out there we were present we were building the brand building relationships with the community so uh that's important so i think you know now it's kind of like it's for people it's not like what is this and you know it's now it's like oh man let's win this thing again you know people people want to see and people are hungry for entertainment obviously so but the reason I think uh, the fact that you haven't pulled out because I think most people would have hightailed it. Yeah, the fact that you, you know, didn't, uh, you're winning people over like that. Well, and, uh, and I appreciate it. We're engaged. Enough. You know, we we we've spent a lot of time. You know, there's these two guys on the bar across the street from, from yeah. my on the embassy. Uh, two brothers mm-hmm. who uh, you know I didn't know until I went in there one day mm-hmm. to talk to them. Uh, that uh, I knew them as children because they they were actually in, in, in a sporting program with a couple of my kids. And, uh, but we've been uh, saying, look guys, uh, you know, we're gonna help you. We're gonna, we're gonna drive fans into this bar and you're gonna be our tailgate bar. And uh, I mean, uh, we had the Leafs in when, when we announced the, yeah. the uh, uh, the lease and that, and uh, yep. you know, these guys are devastated. I mean, they told me that you know the previous two seasons they did more business during hockey season than they do during the summer, and uh, yeah. it's going to have a big impact on their business. You know, it's it's yeah, it's, 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 it's terrible yeah. to hear. But how about on the other end now? I mean, that's that's a small business. What about a, what about a, a business like Mary Brown's who just bought naming rights to the building you were supposed mm-hmm. to play in? I mean, I know you can't speak for Mary Brown's, but I mean that's that's got to be a hit to them as well, eh? Well, look, I mean, you know, they're a really big organization. Uh, they can absorb a hit. Uh, I think they're, you know, I think they're very committed. Uh, you know, I know Greg Roberts, the owner, very well. Uh, and he's somebody that cares about the community and, and he wants to be involved and he wants to help. So uh, I saw he put out a, re- a statement today that said, you know, he hopes for a quick resolution to this. Right. But yeah, I'm sure that's not what he wanted to sign up for. And, uh, you know, uh, he's probably going to keep his cards vested to see how this plays out. That would be the smart thing but to do. Yeah. I would imagine the Growlers was a lot of the reason why probably it's now has a new name, right? 
Yeah, look, no. we, we actually, uh, we, act yeah. we, we approached Greg and we said, look, Greg, you know, I know the arena is looking for naming partners and I think you should meet with them. And uh, so, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's someone I know uh, and uh, have a lot of respect for the business he's built right across Canada. And, uh, and he has, he takes a lot of pride in his uh, business because it's a Newfoundland uh, you know, owned and, and uh, born business. And, uh, you know, he wants to give back to the community. And he actually thinks the association with the Growlers is really good for his business because, you know, uh, uh, we can drive a lot of business his way. I mean, what, our, our best promotion in the first two years was, um, you know, if we score more than uh, five goals or more, you know, you can bring your ticket in and get a, a five cents off a liter of gas at North Atlantic. I mean, they. That's right, yeah. We went back to them this year. Just like, yeah, where do we sign? You know, like that. You know, it's really good when you have corporate sponsors who are going. You know, I, I'm making this investment in, in promoting the team and having a suite and all the things that go with and signage and all that. But it's even better when they're doing it, uh, not just because they're a hockey fan and they get to go to the game, but the economics of it actually work out really well for them. That's right. you know, that's the best partnership you can have. Yep. Yeah. And Dean gets a free taters every now and again. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wins, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I extend my waistline. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to lie. I was, when I heard about the, the, the naming and the fact they were putting in an express, you know, express Mary Browns at the game, I was like, man, this is like a dream come true for me. I mean, like yeah. my cardiologist says not so much, but like, I was like, this is fantastic news. Yeah. Well, all the to Tate Arena. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> You've spoken to Greg about this is that, uh, you know, I know that the quality of chicken that they put in the product is, is superior to other fast foods um, that you can buy that's lower in calories. It's not cooked the same way. So in terms of what you call convenience food or fast food, uh, a Big Mary is, is one, of the, one of the best things you can buy. Yeah, I was saying to the guys uh, that I was on Facebook there, uh, shortly after they did the naming thing and I was uh, yeah. just going through the related posts and I saw this fried chicken post out of Ontario. People are arguing over the best fried chicken and Mary yeah. Brown's had probably the most love out of all of them. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take they, over Ontario they were too. Top, top chicken in Mary Beans. Canada. Yes, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mary Beans, I, man. I've been to the stores and, uh, you know, I've had the tours and been in the back of the kitchen, you know, they bring in uh, fresh uh, chicken, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's prepared. Uh, on site it's not shipped in frozen which is like the other guys so they prepare it they actually you know they have someone there that's uh, taking the pieces and, and rolling it in the seasoning and you know you're, you're getting you're getting yeah. something really good there. all right skip the dishes yeah. here i go <laughs> i remember a few <laughs> years ago i was surprised at the uh, they had one uh, in what's it istanbul turkey i don't know if they yeah, still yeah. have that location I believe they, they have a big expansion over. I think they're planning 40 or 50 stores over. There was a big fried wow. chicken movement over there and uh, Mary Brown's yeah, yeah. on top of it, man. So yeah. great. Super cool, though. And I mean, like yeah. you said, it's a Newfoundland business and that just makes you love it even more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you couldn't possibly love it anymore, we got we got we a plug in for Mary Brown's, but we got to give yeah. Dean a chance to get a plug in for the St. John's Age. I mean, it's a hockey podcast, yeah. but I mean, I'm I'm, oh, I'm yeah. a big Edge fan, basketball well, guy. My, my sister's a super fan. She follows the team during the playoffs. Like she actually yeah, books yeah. flights and goes. So uh, I got to know because we haven't. This was this happened since our last chat with you. How did that come about, and uh, and what are you looking forward to? Well, you know, 
um, there's still some road to travel uh, on this because, uh, uh, well, you know, we started to work with Erwin and Rob, the owners of the team, who uh, quite honestly wanted to get out of St. John's. They were just tired of dealing with the madness. Um, you know, um, they were in a tough spot. You know, they played, I think, eight out of 18 games at home uh, before COVID hit. So, you know, uh, there's lots of talk about their debts, et cetera. And, but, you know, in pro sports, you're, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to get past the negative line, it's going to be late in the season and into the playoffs. So early in the year, it's, you know, cause you've, you've expended tons of money for uniforms and marketing and all that. So it's, so, you know, they were in tough and then, you know, um, they really got no relief uh, uh, from the city and uh, I think they just said, look, we've had enough. And, um, you know, one of the things the city had asked us to do is, look, can you, you know, would you be prepared to, you know, clean up the debts and get things done? So we said, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, so we were really surprised. I actually found the mayor, I'm going to give you the wrong date, but it was, I, I believe it was late June and said, hey, look, we got the deal done. We're going to do this and we really look forward to playing. And he was like, well, that's great news. It, it made a lot more sense to have common ownership. And we got a call a couple of days later and said, we're going in a different direction. Day to day. So, uh, uh, you know, that's, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the process. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to the formal evaluation, how they decided a, that a two-sport proposal was not as good as a one-sport proposal. So um, this, this is the type of stuff that I think... Uh, when I talk about, it, I'd like to see independent uh, uh, investigation into what's going on down there. Like, you know, that's just incredible um, to think that that transpired. So, uh, so we do have some plans for basketball, um, and uh, hopefully, we're hoping over the course of the next couple of weeks to to have an announcement on exactly what that's going to look like. Fantastic! I'm um, I'm really looking forward to see how all this shakes out now. And I know on the start date for a season like that for the uh, usually boxing days, though. Yeah, uh, uh, I believe this year it's going in the past, yeah, 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 typically around boxing day, yeah, cool. Well, a lot of time to do that. I saw in the uh, MTV, you said you had three properties you're looking at. I'm not going to ask where, I just know which one I'm voting for. If I know it's there, closer to Southlands, the better. Well, look, uh, (laughs) I'll just say that. Uh, we can play that game. I can say you're warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, um, so you know, w- one of the sites was in St. John's. Uh, yeah. That's off, that clearly off the table now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I can only imagine the nightmare you'd have to go through for that. Yeah, yeah. So that's not happening. That's uh, yeah. that's unfortunate. It was actually a really attractive site, and uh, uh, it was high on our list. And uh, um, no. That's not even under consideration. That's understandable. Yeah. So do you, like, what's your long-term plan for sports in the city? I'll bet challenges with the city. You're working on plans for a new arena, of course, outside the city. Um, yeah. Like, what's your long-term goal? Um, is there stuff that we haven't heard in the media? I suspect there is. I suspect you've got a lot of ideas floating around. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, you know, this is a bit of a labor of love. And I think anyone who's interested in sports, it's all about passion. So, um, you know, I have a couple, you know, I have four sons, but I have a couple of them that are involved in the business. Uh, uh, it's, you know, I'm in a lucky position where um, 
I can, um, I'm trying to say this because it, uh, it sounds a little over the top and it's not meant to, uh, no, I'm in a position I can cr create an opportunity here and a business here. And I love sports and uh, I love interacting with the fans and, and just the feel good nature of doing something in the city. So um, I, I think, you know, I'd like to see something continue here. I think St. John's is, you know, incredibly, a unique city and, and we should have pro sports teams here and I think uh, with our relationships uh, uh, on the mainland with concert promoters and professional uh, teams at the highest tier that we can make it work and uh, so I think when I got into this I thought it was going to be just more of an aside and now it's kind of blossomed into something else because you know it's kind of it's it's uh it's uh, maybe I have one of those addictive personalities. I see an opportunity. I want to take advantage of it. Uh, you know, I'm sitting on the executive committee of the league now. So, you know, trying to get the league to think outside the box in terms of the, some of the, you know, gaming opportunities we can bring to the arena. So that, you know, you can play games on your phone and pick who's going to get the first goal and win the prize and all that. So oh, try, nice. to, try and make the game much more interactive. We want to make the game much more inclusive. And if you look at our league, we're playing in a lot of spots that aren't traditional hockey towns. And so, you know, we're competing uh, for headspace in a, in a 12 year old's head that is uh, dribbling a basketball uh, on an inner city court. So, uh, so mm -hmm. I think we can build, uh, I think we can build the sport because it's an exciting sport. So, you know, I think my goals are kind of just trying to do something that we can be proud of. Yeah, you're doing a great job of that. Well, trying, but you know, well, I, I, I mean, I, I don't Listen. have a master plan. It's just been kind of, uh, you know, happening. <laughs> and I yeah, guess this see. is also your pilot as well, right? This is your your first franchise. Yeah, and then you know, and we talked about it at the beginning. This is, this is you know, uh, you you you. you you go with the one that brung you and, uh, you know, first love. And, uh, you know, we've been treated so well by everybody here. And uh, it's, you know, um, I'm actually in Trinity this evening in, uh, uh, outside uh, the city, obviously. And, you know, the kids out here, you know, they're playing street hockey. I make sure I bring out, you know, books and jerseys and stuff. And just they're absolutely crazy for it. You know, and uh, boy, that's a great feeling. Awesome. You know, that created something yeah. from nothing, and uh, and I think yeah. people are proud of the brand. I think uh, um, you know the name. It's just you know, it's a very, it, it's a very unique Newfoundland feel, and uh, and now it's um, it's you know something I don't want to see not be, be in yeah. in place. Yeah. A real conversation with my eight year old daughter tonight. She said, <laughs> "Well, if the growlers move." outside of St. John's, are they going to have to change their name? I said, no, why? I was thinking, she was thinking of St. John's. I was like, nah, he's a smart man. He said Newfoundland. He wants yeah, everybody. I was just going to say that. I was right? just going to say and, uh, that. And she thought about it. like, see? Newfoundland growlers, not yeah, the St. John's I said, John's don't worry about growlers. that, sweetie. It's okay. No. Well, look, you know, uh, you know, look, I, I just think Newfoundland is better uh, for a myriad of reasons, not least of which we have a Newfoundland dog on the Jersey and the history of the regiment and all that. And, 
Um, I always found St. John's, you know, when you look at the actual population of St. John's versus the census metropolitan area, it's only about half the people and, uh, and, and shrinking. And so uh, I didn't feel it was representative uh, of, of who the team was going to be. Uh, and, uh, you know, knew that ultimately uh, we may aspire to bigger things such as our own arena, et cetera. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it works yeah. because Newfoundland's not that big. It's better no. to have us all together. And anybody yeah. outside St. John's don't want to wear St. John's. I mean, that's it. No, I absolutely. understand it. I grew up yeah. here. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Good. This is I'm true. From out over to, I'm from out over to overpass, so I it's completely all, agree. There's already <laughs> too many townies on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's Dean, what he brought not, me in, Dean. That's what he brought Patty in. Even without. Yeah. Yeah. Should I call from Spanders Bay? That's true. Yeah, I think I was the only townie. That's true. Yeah, I think it's just Chad. That's what I said. There was too many you townies on this you podcast. Need one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to Thanks so much for coming on again, man. I'm not, we're not going to keep you all night. This uh, so late night. And, I mean, you haven't been busy the last couple of days, so it's no big deal, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, we, we really taking appreciate you taking the time for us. And uh, no. again, Look, you guys okay. are doing a great job for us. Uh, and uh, so as soon as you reached out, like you always know, I'm available and, uh, and want to help in any way I can. And uh, it, uh, it just it, it's kind of in the evening like this to have a chat with you guys that actually uh, energizes me to get up and go right back at the fight the next day yeah well you know we want That's hockey awesome. Newfoundland, and you get the best chance for us at that so yeah, we're rooting for you headline news headline tomorrow morning dean mcdonald's been kicked out of st john's he's bunkering down in trinity <laughs> yeah. Headline news. Yeah. Yeah. he's talking he took asylum in trinity yeah that's at least how i'm gonna pitch it i don't know about the rest of you guys yeah that's where the civil war started yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely all right well thanks so much thanks. dean like so we're gonna no, knock this on the head no, good luck with it no. always always a always a pleasure thanks so much hopefully talk to you Thanks, everybody. Bye. Good night, Bye. Okay, bye. All right, right, guys. There you have it. That's our another friend of the show. You know what I was thinking when before this, I was like, our first guest last year was Joe Bone. Our first Mm -hmm. guest this year was Joe Bone. Our second guest last year, Dean McDonald. McDonald. Our second guest this year, Dean McDonald. So that's pretty cool. When something works, you repeat the hell out of it. Yeah. Right. And that's what we're doing here, folks. So if you uh, if you tuned in last year, you don't need to watch season two. It's exactly the same. But yeah. nothing uh, to do with the news the last couple of days no, no. at all. Absolutely not. It's hilarious. It's Maybe absolutely later. hilarious that, that it's worked out that way. But anyway, uh, our good friend Dean McDonald popped on. You guys heard it here first. A lot of lot of updates, a lot of news. So uh, we're so glad he took the time. He always do. He he's he's never not responded to a message when I sent one to him and uh He's that kind of guy. He's, he's treated us well. He's a man of the people, no matter what some people yeah. would tell you. He is indeed. No, he's, he's, he's not many people saying the opposite about him. So, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't take a minute to give a shout out to our sponsor, PHG Sports out of Ontario. Again, they're in Ontario. They don't know much about the Newfoundland Growlers, and this was a Newfoundland-based podcast tonight. Well, not yet. Still, we got PHG backing us up. They're and going to get uh, their inaugural year championship swag i said it'll become showing up in the next yeah. few years guys if you're looking for them uh they're on www.phgsports.com uh that's where you're going to get all your signed memorabilia from all the pros again thg sports that's where the pros sign uh if you're looking for our content pretty straightforward uh we run everything through youtube and or 
uh, Facebook. So you can get us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Sally or on YouTube, just search Sally. Also, our audio podcast, which is on fire right now. It's doing really well, which is what we what we really uh, shot for in the beginning. We said we do audio and visual. So our audio Thank podcasts, you. of course, available anywhere where you get your podcasts. And if they don't have it, let us know and we'll make sure it gets there. Uh, it's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Play, and you name it, uh, we're there. So again, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It's right there, right next to Kylie. There you go. Pound that subscribe button and, uh, and make sure to tune in again next time. But until next time, peace out. Cheers.